0: Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my latest podcast episode, I'll update you on the recent performance of the functional CPG brand portfolio that owns Atkins Nutritionals and Quest Nutrition. But before we get started, I would love if you took 53 seconds out of your day to leave a rating and review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Fresh eyes on challenges promising health and wellness brands can't lose, right? I'll decode that introductory statement a bit later in this content, but on June 29th of 2023, the Simply Good Foods Company reported its fiscal 2023 third quarter earnings for the period ending May 27th of 2023. As I usually do on these quarterly updates, I'll start by running through some high-level financial data to update you on how the Simply Good Foods company performed recently, but more importantly, I'll use the earnings report, the conference call, and any like relevant publicly disclosed news to give context for my expanded strategic commentary on trends that are happening within the health and fitness snacking space. For those new to my content that might not be familiar the functional CPG brands that are within the Simply Good Foods company portfolio are Atkins Nutritionals, yes, from the Atkins Diet and Quest Nutrition. The portfolio had quarterly revenue of $324.8 million, which was up 2.6% year over year. That was a result of 7.3 percentage point price increase that was partially offset by a 4.6 percentage point volume loss stemming from a prior year retail customer inventory build. The revenue was up 9.5% on a quarter-over-quarter sequential basis. In terms of geographic performance, North America was up 2.6% year-over-year, and international increased 1.9% year-over-year. Total Simply Good Foods retail takeaway for the 13 weeks ending May 28th of 2023 increased 9.7% in the U.S. measured channels, coming from positive volume and price growth. If you combine the measured and unmeasured channels, retail takeaway is estimated at a positive 11%. Looking quickly at the margin side, the company had gross margins of 36.7% in the quarter, which was down 80 basis points year over year, but was up 210 basis points quarter over quarter. It was noted that the declining gross margins were the result of ingredient and packaging cost inflation, but Those inflationary pressures have eased over the last few periods. Shifting deeper into individual brand performance, let's start with a recap of how the Atkins Nutritionals brand did during this quarter. Retail takeaway in the U.S. measured channels for the brand was down 3.4% year-over-year. It's estimated that combining U.S. measured and unmeasured channels would result in about a 2% negative retail takeaway for the quarter. This was mostly driven by Amazon offsetting some of the measured channel softness by having retail takeaway growth of 16% year-over-year with the Atkins brand. Across the entire retail landscape, Atkins Shakes and Meal Bars had a slight positive retail takeaway growth year-over-year, and then on the other hand, Atkins Snack Bars and Confections retail takeaway was off. Leadership stated that these short-term challenges are due to innovation gaps and distribution losses. I think they mentioned something around 25% less TDPs year-over-year for the Atkins brand. But year-to-date, total buyers for the Atkins brand is about the same, resulting in a flat household penetration over the last 52 weeks. Now let's take a look at the recent performance of Quest Nutrition, which has continued to outshine its legacy brand portfolio counterpart. Retail takeaway for Quest Nutrition across the tract channels increased 25% year-over-year. The brand continues to outperform the active nutrition segment of the nutritional snacking category. This outperformance is being driven by an increase in household penetration, significant base velocity growth, distribution gains, and new product introductions. Now, unlike Atkins Nutritionals, adding in the unmeasured channels actually is blending the Quest Nutrition growth rate down a bit. These account for about a quarter of the total sales at Quest Nutrition. And while they didn't specifically name names in terms of what's the problem here, my guess of the culprit is Specialty Channel. It's all good, though, because Amazon retail takeaway for the quarter continues to outperform at plus 29% year-over-year, and the Quest Bar continues to be the top-selling protein bar on that platform. Speaking of the Quest Bar, the new and improved version has been a hit in the market so far. The bar segment of Quest Nutrition saw positive retail takeaway growth of around 25% in the U.S. measured channels, according to IRI data. This is super good news for Quest Nutrition because the bar segment still makes up about 55% of the total Quest Nutrition revenue. It's also a more profitable segment because of the economies of scale. That being said, the snack segment of Quest is where I'd argue the most excitement lies within the Simply Good Foods company, even with retail takeaway growth in the quarter only matching what was going on in the bar business. And this snack section is really the non-bar formats, which include, at this point, confections, cookies, and chips. But right now, excitement is coming from the Quest chips. That is around 20% or a little bit over 20% of the total Quest nutrition revenue. The company is so excited about the chips that the Simply Good Foods company is exploring new product development opportunities that expand Quest Nutrition into adjacent categories, day parts, and usage occasions. You can see that from the capital expenditures call out that the company spent $8 million to secure specialized manufacturing equipment. So I'd expect significant new product format innovation to launch before the end of the year. But for the final part of the content, I want to talk about what I was referring to in that introductory statement. If you remember from last quarter's content, I mentioned that the Simply Good Foods company would see its first CEO change in its history as a publicly traded entity. This is an important leadership change because Joe Scalzo oversaw a period of profound growth, innovation, and value creation, where he was instrumental in the company's successful entrance into the public markets and its transformational acquisition of Quest Nutrition. Joe Scalzo now moves into a strictly board role, and then Jeff Tanner, formerly the chief commercial and chief marketing officer at the JM Smucker Company, takes over officially after the 4th of July holiday. But Jeff has already been active, taking the last three months to deep dive into all upstream and downstream aspects of the Simply Good Foods Company. And he's come up with some initial observations that are the base for his strategic game plan. I just want to talk through a few that are aligned with my thinking from someone else seeing the company from an outside-in perspective. The first thing I noticed was that there wasn't much of a deviation from the existing strategic plan. If anything, it's just a refinement, which I think is ultimately a good decision because the Simply Good Foods company overall is doing pretty well. Remember, Atkins and Quest are sitting at a great intersection of health and wellness and snacking trends. This product space is only going to continue to grow in the coming years. But it's kind of a tale of two cities on the brand strategies to achieve that success. With Quest Nutrition, you have a brand that's doing extremely well in the market, yet they also have so much untapped potential. I think it's time to get risky on both the creative strategy and product innovation areas to increase brand awareness and household penetration of the Quest Nutrition brand. Now, with Atkins Nutritionals, They need to figure out where the legacy brand sits inside of an evolving weight management category. Leadership was throwing around that Atkins is this lifestyle and supportive of weight wellness, but I just don't see that being a successful positioning, even though they soften the Atkins diet construct over this last decade. Here's the problem that has begun to happen over time. Customers want outcomes. They may vary in their degree, but products are simply a means to the end. Weight management category consumers are notorious for trying products that promise results regardless of diet or physical exertion. But the decades of overhyped marketing of this like magic pill or magic food or magic beverage concoction has created a loss in consumer confidence. I see Atkins and Slimfast and Weight Watchers to an extent and others, they're in a similar bucket against the backdrop of the FDA approval of more and more pharmaceutical weight loss solutions. These new drugs are providing a customer experience that's closer to this image of what they have for this magic pill. That's an issue for every weight management brand, and they must navigate the reality that though these drugs have low penetration right now, that could quickly change in the near-term future. Atkins needs to be a friend of these weight loss drugs, not to become a competitive foe.